This episode of the Chapter Next podcast is being brought to you by our title sponsor, Pump 5 Fuel Delivery Service, recorded and produced by our friends at Podcast Town. Pump 5 delivers quality car service directly to our members' cars. Do you hate going to the gas station? Our specially trained service providers will bring the gas directly to your car. Do you have no time to have your car detailed? Do you need tire services? Our members use our app to have our service providers bring their skills directly to their cars wherever their car is parked. So how does your morning look? Do you have to take the kids to school? Do you have to get up at ungodly hours to go to work? Are you desperately missing those last 20 minutes of sleep because you know you told yourself the night before that you had to go to the gas station? Well, our members enjoy a life where they can just get up, walk outside, get into their freshly cleaned, full tank cars, and go about their day. We want you to be able to enjoy that too. So be sure to check our website at www.pump5, that's P-U-M-P-F-I-V-E dot com. Welcome to the Chapter Next podcast. I am Talithia Thompson. I'm a mom, a grandma, a serial entrepreneur, and right now I'm just doing my best to make this next chapter of my life the best chapter of my life on purpose. Hello, everybody, and welcome again to the Chapter Next podcast. As you heard, I'm your host, Talithia Thompson, and I'd like to welcome you here for the Chapter Next as we celebrate women that are over 40 that are going after building the lives that they want from themselves. Not saying that the life that they've had these last few years wasn't wonderful, because it was. We got to raise our kids. We got to go after our careers. We got to go back to school. We got to do whatever we needed to to make our lives work so we can make it. And so we can have our lives stable and have everything that we need. So now in this next chapter, what we're focusing on is celebrating women that are going after building the life that they want. Whatever dream they may have had, whatever goals they may have set for themselves when they were younger, whatever, like things that they feel passionate about. And these women just want to go after making their lives look like this thing. That is what we are celebrating here at the chapter next. So I would like to welcome you to our celebration and thank you for joining us to start. One of the things I want to be sure to do today is send out a special shout out to the ladies at the Fixing Crowns Book Club. We all met online about a year ago, so happy birthday. Our book club was started by our illustrious founder, Simone Groover. She just had a vision of bringing women together, Black women together, so that we can read books, talk about them, fellowship, travel, and just really build good friendships and have a good time together. And she was successful, y'all. It's been a year, and since then, we have gone on trips. We've gone to New Orleans. We've got a trip to St. Louis coming up, a trip to Jamaica. We read two books a month together as a group. On our own, you read what you want. We're a bunch of like women that love reading. So you read what you want in your own time. But as the group, we do have two books that we'll always read together. We get together. We chat about them virtually. We have our wine. We sip whatever fun drinks we want to drink and eat our food and just really do a good job of have a good time discussing the books that were chosen. We vote on the books. We've had gift exchanges that we did on Elfster. I believe this is the third one that's just not coming up. We just picked all the names. And so the secret person is sending gifts to the person that they chose all over the country. It's really been a lot of fun. This thing has bloomed into something as wonderful and as spectacular as it is. And I'm not surprised because Simone is just awesome at organizing and keeping us in line (laughs) and having a good time and really like just making sure that the book club is turned into something really much cooler than any book club I've ever been a part of. So thanks a lot. 
I just wanted to send a special shout out for that because like I said, it's been a whole year, y'all. We all met each other last year after the lockdown time for COVID. So we met each other. It's been about a year. We met each other last August. And as the different people were just joining the group, we added more activities. And now it's really just invaluable. It's one of the few reasons why I actually go on Facebook. (laughs) But it's fun. So if you get a chance, go and check us out. It's the Fixing Crowns Book Club. So Fixin, F-I-X-I-N apostrophe. Actually, if you want to look back in some of our previous episodes, Simone was actually a guest on the Chapter Next podcast a little while back, and she did such a good job. We got to hear about her life, her boys, her career in the military, and then when she retired from the military to pretty much stay home and be a mom. She is a woman over 40, and she does have twin boys, y'all. So, I mean, if you want to go back and catch her episode, Simone was on episode 10, where we were able to kind of talk and get to know a little bit more about her. So if you want to hop over and listen to that, feel free. You'll get to know her a little bit better and you'll understand. Actually, shoot, as an OB nurse and as a woman who was in the military for years, it is no surprise that this book club is running as awesomely as it is. She's super detailed and she does such a good job of just keeping everything in line. So feel free to go back and check that out, y'all. So she is actually also our featured spectacular woman for the week. So that is something new that we have just added to the Chapter Next podcast. I haven't done this before, but I am going to start to do it on a weekly basis. I know what I've done so far is usually I'll either have a guest on the Chapter Next podcast or I'll speak on my own. So what I've decided is the times when I don't have a featured guest, send a special shout out to some spectacular woman out there doing her thing and really making her life grow and glow the way she wants it to. And this week, that's Simone. So Simone, thank you for being so awesome. (laughs) Thank you for being an awesome supporter for the Chapter Next podcast. We hope you're having a great week. So that is it for that. And so this week's episode is actually, I'm really excited for us to talk about it. I think it's important. The title of it is Fighting for Your Limitations. And it's interesting because one, we as women, we will fight. We will find a way. We will organize things. We'll get the kids together. We'll rally all the troops and make things happen, right? But one of the things that we do very well is we like, once we decide we want to get something done, we work at making it happen. The problem with that is, is when we're fighting for our limitations, that isn't a good thing. John Quick said, and actually I heard Les Brown use this saying as well. He said, when you fight for your limitations, you get to keep them. And they're limitations. (laughs) That is not something that we want to keep, right? It's not something that we necessarily will look at and feel like hold up in the air and be grateful and celebrate having these things that we're afraid of or these limitations, these things that hold us back. But the only reason limitations work is because we are fighting for them. We defend those jokers. We support them. We tell other people about them and we make it seem like this is something that can really stop me from going after what my goal is. And the problem with that is As long as you believe it can stop you from going after your goal, you're right, (laughs) right? What's that saying? Whether you think you can or think you can't, you're right. So I'd really like for us to spend some time talking about that a little bit. First off, have you ever had a situation where you ask a friend or a coach or somebody for help solving a certain problem, right? And they give you different solutions and suggestions for ways you can go about like overcoming whatever that thing is. And it's almost like, I don't know, we have two different ways that we'll deal with it. First, you have the person that it's like the minute they give you solutions in your brain, all you can think of is, yeah, I can't do that because, yeah, I can't do that because. And then you have all these reasons why whatever they suggest it can't be done, why you can't do it. That's actually not a good thing, hun. And don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that the suggestions or the 
the different solutions that this person provides to you are valid or are not valid, right? I don't know. Like, I'm not in your life. I don't know how well those things work. What I'm talking about is that instinctive rebuke, that instinctive rebuttal about why whatever it is that you suggested wouldn't work. And I'd like to challenge you on that and ask you to spend some time actually like thinking about that. Because I don't know if you've ever had the situation where you were the friend or the coach in that situation. But I mean, I have. And honestly, I've been on both sides of the coin, right? I've had the situation where I ask somebody for help for something. They give me all these solutions and all I have are reasons why it can't happen, right? And then I've been on the side where people will ask me for help or people will mention things. And honestly, in my personality, I just all of a sudden start coming up with solutions and reasons and things that they can do to overcome it. And it's like automatically they can't do it. I call it the knee jerk. No, it's like the minute somebody says something, if it's not familiar to you, if it's not something that you feel like you can do right away, you just say no to it right away. And the problem with that is, one, you don't actually get a chance to sit down and give those solutions a chance, right? You don't get a chance to actually think them through and consider why it might work, which is important. Like, I mean, even if you can't do that solution exactly the way they suggested it, it could also be a start, right? It could be the first step that you take to actually find the solution that you need. But if you just say no right away, it's like your brain doesn't even give it a chance. So you don't even have the opportunity to start like trying to go after making it happen. You know what I mean? And looking for the solution or trying to find the solution that you're looking for. That's actually a situation where it's on you. You know what I mean? You want to look at life and you want to be like, okay, this thing is holding me back. Whatever it is, whether it's time, whether it's your job, whether it's the kids, whether it's your marriage, whether it's whatever, whatever thing in your head that you have set aside or that you have in place to tell yourself, okay, this thing is holding me back. When it comes right down to it, we are really the only person that can hold us back. Like you are literally the only person that can hold you back. A limitation by definition, a limiting rule or circumstance, a restriction, a condition of limited ability, a defect or failing. One of the examples that were given was that she knew her limitations better than she knew her worth. And I think that a lot of times that's what we do. It's like, it could be another person in your space telling you why you can't do something. It could be just your own thoughts. You could be looking at your life and all you can see are the reasons why whatever you've been dreaming about or whatever you want to do is not something that's possible. It's not something that can happen. It's not worth the effort. But honestly, the truth is, the limitation there is you. It's your own mindset. And so that's where you have to start. It's like nobody else can convince you of something. No one else can say something about you. Nobody else can like make this thing a limitation for you or a roadblock for you if you don't believe it for yourself, which is interesting because, I mean, it's like people can say all they want, right? And it won't even bother us if it's something that you know isn't true. The stuff that sticks, the stuff that stays in your mind, the stuff that gets you to a place where you just feel like, okay, well, maybe they're right, are the things that are based on your own preconceived limitations about yourself. For instance, I'm a 6'1". If someone came up to me making jokes about me being short or being small, I would think they were crazy. <laughs> like, I'd be like, what's wrong with you? But it wouldn't, it wouldn't make me feel insecure at all about being short because I know they're wrong. I know I'm not short. They tripping, right? But if someone like, and actually probably not now, but I mean, depending on the time and who the person is, if someone started making jokes about my height, that would hit different than if somebody was making a joke towards me about me being short. Only because I am tall. Now, luckily, I grew up in a space where my height was like really celebrated. Like 
I was really encouraged about being tall and the people around me were encouraging about it. So I never had any issues with that. But I mean, there's just one of those things where you have to believe it first before somebody else can like get to you about it. For instance, everybody here knows Simone Biles, right? The sister is awesome. She literally defies gravity. She just does. If you don't know her, just go back to whatever rock you've been kicking it under. <laughs> Actually, don't go back there. No place for you under that rock. But she's an awesome gymnast, like crazy decorated gymnast. She, the feats and things that she's done are so fantastic that like the, even the, like the gymnastics committee, they don't give her as many points for the things that she can do. But when she was younger, people would really pick on her about the size of her calves. And it was something that she was insecure about so that when people started to pick on her about it, it was a thing where she did feel weird, right? It did make her feel strange. Now, what's really interesting is if she didn't have calves that were that muscular and if her stature were any different than it is, who knows if she'd be as powerful a gymnast as she is, right? But that was one of the things that people felt comfortable picking on her about. And as a result, it was something she was insecure about. So the question here is, was she insecure because they picked on her or did she become insecure? Was she insecure already? And then them picking on her just made something that she already felt uncomfortable about worse, right? So that's just something that you want to think about. Like, keep in mind that people can't say anything to you that you don't already believe, which comes back to the whole idea of everything about your success, everything about you overcome, all the times you win, it's all a mind game, right? It's all about you getting behind your own mind and making it so that it's really something that's ironclad and that you've got people in your space that will remind you just how much you rock and just how awesome and powerful you are. And when you have the times where you start to feel insecure and when you don't feel as powerful, you don't feel as smart, you don't feel as secure in certain things, that you can remind yourself how awesome you are. You know what I mean? Because it has to come from you. It has to come from inside. So what are your thoughts? What's holding you back? Where are they from? Are those thoughts from things that somebody said to you as a child? Are they from just different areas in your life where you may have failed and you saw yourself fail over and over again. And because of that, you just don't feel like you can do it anymore. Is it something that like you just seem like you grew up or you might've spent a lot of time around somebody else that is really good at it. And because they were so awesome at it, you just don't feel like, like you aren't good at it. Not necessarily, okay, I'm not as good as this person, right? Just, I'm not good at it. Like, what are those thoughts from? You have to figure them out, y'all. We got to dig them out and you got to do what you need to to make sure that they're not in a position where they can hold you back because you have your whole life ahead of you. Your whole life, whatever that dream is, whatever that goal is, no matter how big it is, you literally have your entire life ahead of you. And the very last thing you want is to be in a situation where you're missing out on something that you've been dreaming of that you are here to do because you've talked yourself out of it because you limited yourself. Like, you can't afford that anymore. It's time for you to let that go. And it's time for you to stop fighting for those limitations and defending them and feeding them and watering them. Honestly, it's really a mind shift. And if you can just switch that just a little bit, just enough to get yourself from the point where, okay, instead of defending this limitation, I'm going to start focusing on a solution. For real, it's mind blowing just how quickly solutions and ideas and opportunities and ways to get the thing that you want to do achieved and accomplished. But you have to do it. The mindset shift has to come from you. So just different ways that you may be defending your limitations, okay? Just different ways that you may be looking at yourself and coming up with reasons why you can't do it. Okay, first off, we've established the fact that it's just not true, right? The only person, the only thing that can make something a limitation for you is you. So let's work through that, right? 
But are you following somebody else's definition of success? Like, first off, I've been listening to Hello 7 podcast by Rachel Rogers, and I started at the beginning. And it's cool because it seems like the women that she's interviewing are all women that were her clients, which, first off, that's spectacular. Like, she has a really list of, like, awesome clients. But second off, it's like, I walk away from there. So far, I'm on, like, week 26. No, no, I'm on week 40. And I've got like 12 extra podcasts that I've started listening to specifically because the women on her that she's interviewed have been so awesome. And I've been able to get so much for them. But the lady's name is Kara Lowenthal, L-O-E-W-E-N-T-H-E-I-L. First off, she's pretty spectacular. It's funny because overall, I don't tend to listen to podcasts that talk about like relationships and such. And actually, this one doesn't either. The name of the podcast is Unfuck Your Brain. If you're looking for it, you'll have to go make like an asterisk for the U because iTunes and the other they don't cuss in their titles. What's cool was the lady was talking about how like we pretty much will have this whole plan in place where we talk about like, okay, this is my idea of like success or this is my idea of winning. And then when we move it, <laughs> it's like you go through all this trouble to kind of tell yourself, okay, this is what I need to do, right? This is what I need to do in order to get to where I want to go. And then when I get to this place, I'll be happy. And then you get to that place and you've moved the bar. You haven't gotten to the point where like you can't celebrate. You can't just celebrate and be like, okay, yeah, I did this great thing. You know, (laughs) you're too busy being sad that you weren't able to handle things the way whatever new thing your brain came up with. And so the podcast is Unfuck Your Brain and it's episode 202, Self-Worth, Dating, Rejection, and Love with Clara Archwager. And that was what she said. One of the things that she was talking about was how we'll have this bar, we'll have these different things in place for how we want to succeed and what we want to do in life and how successful we'll be. And it's usually based on ideas that we got from other people. So whether it was ideas that we got growing up, whether it's something a spouse suggested or a friend suggested or somewhere along those lines. And her thing is, no, you define what you think is success. You define the the things that you need to do in order to be able to look at your life and feel good about what you've accomplished. And after you go after those things, celebrate them, right? Don't put yourself in a situation where you're never happy and you're never settled because you never stopped to celebrate when you did accomplish things, right? So come up with your own definition of success. It can't be based on something somebody else has said. Once you've accomplished those things, celebrate them, celebrate yourself. And I know how our brains work, right? By the time you get two-thirds, three-fourths of the way accomplished to whatever thing you're working on, your brain has moved on to the next thing and there's nothing wrong with that, right? So that's why it's important for you to be able to celebrate yourself during the successes while things happen. So you can't look at yourself and look back and say to yourself, okay, I'm not successful because in your mind, you will have clear, concrete pictures about, oh, wait, no, I did. I accomplished this. You know what I mean? I launched this business. I got this degree. I raised these kids to be successful, societally functioning human beings. And you can feel good about that even after you go after this next thing, right? But that helps you when you get to the point where you're trying to talk yourself into all these reasons why you can't do something. You have clearly defined wins that you've accomplished that you can look back at. So keep that in mind, y'all, okay? All right. So at this time, we'd like to give a special shout out to our title sponsor, Pump 5 Fuel Delivery Service, for delivering quality car service directly to our members. Our members don't go to the gas station. Our members don't have to worry about taking their card to have it detailed and leaving it there all day. And our members also don't have to worry about having to plan a special trip in their busy lives just to go and have their tires taken care of. 
They use our company app to schedule all those services at their convenience, and our specially trained providers will bring those services directly to their car. We deliver gas on-site, we provide tire service on-site, and we also provide auto detailing at our members' convenience. So, how does your life look? Do you have any extra time specifically to set aside for anything extra that also includes having your car taken care of? Our Pump 5 members don't, and they don't have to. So be sure to look into Pump 5. That's www.pump5.com. That's P-U-M-P-F-I-V-E.com. So our service providers can deliver our services directly to your car. Pump 5 was recorded and produced by our friends at Podcast Town. That is www.podcasttown.com. Be sure to check them out for all your podcasting needs. Thank you very much. The example I have is like, it was interesting. A little while back, I was looking for a house. And as we were looking through the house, it was interesting. This one lady was talking about her sons. They were both older. Like the sons were out of the house and into their careers. So, but the one son that she was talking about was actually in the house. And she called her one son, the smart son, and her other son, the dumb son. I ain't kidding. She said that right in his face, y'all. The one that she called the, quote, smart son, like apparently he did really well in school, right? He was smart, super athletic. He was popular. And he grew up to be a successful cardiologist, which is great. You know what I mean? And you can tell even by the way she was talking about him that she was really proud of him, which is awesome. Like as a parent, you should be proud of your kids, right? So I'm not like taking that away at all. But that was kind of how she was carrying on about him. And it was interesting because the way she was talking about him, I was kind of worried about what the other son thought. You know what I mean? Just because the way she was talking about the first son. And the second son, she was like, yeah, he wasn't all that smart. He didn't do that good a job in school. He was really a loner. He spent lots of time in his room. You know what I mean? He wasn't super social. He played lots of video games, reading books, meh, meh, meh. And the way she talked about him, it really did sound like the boy had ended up like, or the man now, right? Had ended up like in jail or in prison or something. Which, you know, we all make mistakes, but the way she was talking about him, that's what it seemed like. Come to find out, this dude is a gamer, but he's a millionaire. Like, <laughs> he's one of those people that have headphones and play games and make millions of dollars in his life. But his mom didn't see his success as big, I guess, or as great or as notable as his brother, who was this successful doctor. And it was crazy because, and I guess we're not just talking about money, right? I mean, But the fact that old boy figured out how to become a millionaire, living his life, making the kind of money he wanted, doing the thing that he loved, in my opinion, is extremely successful. (laughs) Not saying being a cardiologist isn't, because it is, right? I mean, gosh, the kind of determination and discipline and things that you need to go to school to become a doctor. But my thing is they were both super successful. But the way you would listen to her, you would think like that the one son was like this bum. I don't know. It was just interesting how she discussed them. But my point is, you have to define your own definition of success. And you can't let somebody else do it for you. So what is your definition of success? What is your definition of, like, you've won? What do you need to do to be able to look at your life and be like, okay, if I can do these things, then not saying my life will be perfect, right? Nobody here is looking for perfection because, I mean, we really never arrive for that. But what is the thing that you can look at your life and say to yourself, okay, I'm doing this thing. I'm not done, but I'm doing this thing. And keep it in mind, once you, like I say pick three to five things, okay? Now, knowing how my brain works, when I start writing down a list of three to five things, I usually end up on like 10. And that's just how my brain works. Nothing wrong with that, sis. Do your 10 thing list if that's what you need to do. But keep in mind, don't move the bar, okay? Where you are, the things that you've wanted, the things that you've worked for, 
those are all things that you planned for. Those are all things that you prayed for and you worked for and you wanted them. And now you're at a point where you're looking at your life and you don't feel content. And or maybe not content. Maybe that's not the right word, right? Maybe contentment is the word, but it doesn't take away the yearning, right? The desire for this other thing that you really want to be able to go after. So don't let you talk you out of it. Don't you be the person that's talking you out of going and achieving your greatness, okay? And another thing that's really important is we know for certain that we're going to make our own definition of success, right? And figure out what we think is successful. And we'll define it. We'll, <laughs> we won't move the bar. We'll celebrate as we win it, right? We can add things to the bar, but we're not going to take it away and act like the things that we've accomplished aren't as awesome as they are. Because come on, like you have to work hard. You had to work hard. It was, even if it's the little things, every day of little things for very many years can add up. So the fact that you are really going after this next thing, do not doubt your greatness. Do not doubt the courage that it takes for you to take this risk because it is there and we all see you. We are not there. We are all in the struggle together. But sis, I see you. Keep it up. You can do this. Like keep going. Okay. So have your own definition of success, right? Define what your definition is, right? And don't move the bar. But then you got to ask yourself, like, have the rules changed a little bit? I think that's really important. Especially consider, like, by the time I graduated from high school, and you too, like, I guess it's been almost 30 years ago, you graduated, you got a degree, or you got a job, and you worked that job, and those were just the rules, right? You got married, you had kids by 30, and you kept going on with your life. Were you a wife that stayed home while your husband went to work? And so now are you at a point where you're realizing, okay, the rules have changed. That wasn't the best plan. What may have worked for our parents didn't work for us. None of it did. Having a bachelor's degree now is pretty much like having a high school diploma. Like you still need to have like more experience and different degrees and other things in order to be more marketable. So that is really something that you need to consider. Okay. As you are considering like whatever your definition of success is and where you are and whatever reasons why you don't think you can do it, find out what the new rules are. And if those are rules that you want to abide by, right? Just because people are doing things differently don't mean you should. You know, you could have been a wife who's been working the last 30 years and now you want to stay home. You know what I mean? With the kids or whatever. And if that's the case, you have to decide what rules work for you. But keep in mind, these rules out here, they are not the same (laughs) as they were. They're not the same as they were 30 years ago when we were getting out of school and starting our lives. And As you do that, like what you can ask yourself is like, are you really going after what you want, right? Is that really something that you want to go after? And if it's something that you've been going after these last few years, you don't have to be so attached where you're in a situation where you're like, okay, well, I've been doing this. I can't stop. I can't pivot. I can't add anything new because those limitations, those are all coming from you. They may come from other people, but here again, if you don't tell yourself that it's the truth, you won't believe it. So let that stuff go. You know what I mean? Are you going after what you want? I launched Pump 5 in 2018. And it's interesting because I'm excited about the business succeeding. I'm excited about the business growing and scaling. I'm excited about selling this joker to somebody in a few more years for $670 million. I'm excited for all that plan, right? But I'm most excited to see myself succeed. I've had such a good time watching me build this thing and learn how to do it and launch it and scale it and just grow it into something that I can really feel proud of because I know the kind of growth I had to go through in order to get it there. You know what I mean? So are you going after something that you really want? People are like, what are your dreams and your goals for Pump 5? And I have them, right? I have plans and goals in place and a vision and a mission statement and things that I'm going after. 
But the main things, the main things that I'm celebrating now are my own personal growth as I win. I love the game, which is amazing. You could have never convinced me of that a few years ago when I launched it. But I do and I am. So ask yourself, like, are you going after what you really want? Like, was this goal, this dream, this plan, something you came up with? And if it's not an unequivocal yes, right? Even if somebody else gave you the idea, even if you saw somebody else do it first, whatever the reason, if it's not an unequivocal yes, then it's time for you to sit yourself down with a cup of coffee and a journal and figure out exactly what you need to be doing. You could want to do something different, right? You could be on the same path and just want something else out of it. And that's totally okay because when it comes right down to it, you being happy, you being at peace, you having the joy that you need in your life about your life looking the way you want it to, that's going to have to come from you. So you can change your mind. You can do it. There is nothing wrong with that. And for this last point, you have to do it being okay to take the risk. Okay? And you may have to do it afraid. You may have to do it worried. You may have to even talk yourself out of just the different voices in your head that are trying to talk you out of doing the thing you want to do. But stay the course, right? Risk is hard. It's hard. It is. I am not saying anything otherwise. It's hard. It's scary. It's intimidating. It gets to the point where even when you turn and you even kind of see the thing that you want to go after, the risk is so scary that you're scared to move, right? And it's easier to stay where you are. But it's time for you to ask yourself, how long have you stayed there? And how happy will you be able to be standing in place without actually going after this thing that you want? Don't let you be the thing that's holding you back, okay? Because you are literally the only thing that can. You are literally the only thing that can hold you back. So keep that in mind, y'all, okay? That's pretty much it. Spend some time actually thinking and journaling about the things that I mentioned. They're very important, okay? And then ask yourself, like, once you get to the point where you answer, what do you want? Let us hear from you in the Facebook group. Come on over and tell us what you've been thinking. What have you been going after all this time in your life? And what are you definitely going to go after next as a result of thinking about what you wanted to do and what did you want to accomplish in your life? And how are you going to stop defending your limitations? What are your goals for that, right? Like, what purposeful things are you saying? Are you, like, saying things to yourself to remind yourself, okay, this is not enough. No, I am strong. I am powerful. I deserve this. Is this something based on your mission? Are there kids out there that have been on your heart for you to help? Are veterans your passion? Do you feel like we as a country really need to be doing a better job of taking care of those people that fought for us and that defended our country? And is something on your heart to go after building something for them or helping them to build themselves? Like, what is it? Once you get that answer, let us know what it is, right? Come over to the Facebook group and, and share with us so we'll know. But also, go after it. Go after it. Stop letting yourself limit yourself, okay? And then focus. How will your life change when you get it? So let us know. It's been a lot of fun talking to you about that stuff. And I'm looking forward to hearing your answers. So to keep going, there was a few other things that I want to talk about before we wrap it up. We did the shout out for Simone. Woo, because you rock. And I'll brainstorm it. I know we brought that up the last time. That was one of the things that I talked about a little bit. My question at the time was, what is a business manager? So a business manager is the person that pretty much plans and runs everything according to your business. So I've been able to hear from a couple women that have them and apparently they do different things. So the big thing about having a business manager, I guess, is you determine what they do. (laughs) You figure out what you need help with in your business, how they can help you or what different tasks they can help with. This particular lady, in fact, the one that I mentioned, I heard from her when I was listening to the Rachel Rogers podcast, Hello 7. And she mentioned that once she had like had her business established and she knew that what she had was marketable. The first hire she made was a business coach. And so what he did was he took over the logistics. 
that was pretty much it. He started booking different places for her to go and taking care of and like hiring the different staff that she'd need and things like that. So that was my answer to brainstorming. So then the next question that we have, the next question that I'm looking forward to getting some feedback from y'all on is I was on a Facebook group. It's Tiffany Alicia, the uh, budget nista. And she has her Facebook group for people that are pretty much trying to get their finances in order. And one of the questions that was asked there, it was a woman who was over 40. I think she said she's pretty close to 50. I don't think she was over 50 yet. Her name is Fanta, Fanta Dorley. One of her questions was she wanted to be able to go back to school for free. She didn't want to have to get any more student loans and she wanted to, wanted to know if people had any suggestions for things that she could do to go back to school. So if y'all have any suggestions for Fanta, give us some suggestions. Whether you leave them in the Facebook group or on Instagram, or if you want to email them to us at thrive at the chapter next podcast.com. And so we'll share those on here for all of our guests and any others that may be interested in going back to school right now and are no longer interested in paying all that extra money to the government for student loans. So let me know. Another cool thing that I've decided to add to the podcast is for each podcast, I'm going to try to add a resource, a successful resource for us to be able to get some out of or something to like enhance your life. So whether it's a book, whether it's an article I read, whether it's a place that I've gone, some kind of tool I found out, something, anything, a bit of information. So that's what I'm going to do. For this week's resource, we're going to add, I wanted to talk to y'all a little bit about, I mentioned Rachel Rogers a little earlier. Her podcast is Hello 7, but she has just launched her first book, We Should All Be Millionaires, A Woman's Guide to Earning More. Now look, y'all need to read this book. You really should. And it's funny because one of the things that I've noticed is when I get around certain people and I start talking about the fact that I'm going to be a millionaire, that I'm a millionaire, my bank account just doesn't reflect it quite yet. Give me some time. It is coming. Certain people, they think that's a little funny, but other people know me and they know I mean what I say. So it's kind of cool to be able to like hear from Rachel Rogers. I love her podcast. I've been listening to it and to read her book and to get like concrete, actual steps for things that I can do next and what I need to be doing to build my business to get to where I'm trying to go. Y'all, I'm telling you, when you start taking the steps, the path you need, it opens right up for you. So pray, plan, and work. That's my thing. And this book has definitely been awesome in helping me on that next step. Another thing that we have on Instagram is the chapter next reads. So as I share those, so the chapter next reads, that is the Instagram handle. And what I'll do is as I share different books on the podcast, I'll list them on our Instagram, the chapter next reads account. So you can see them there and maybe have a link or so posted and you can order the book or whatever information is there. And that is it. Keep in mind, y'all, that here at the chapter next, we are all about celebrating women. So if you know a phenomenal woman out there who is over 40, who has made a significant shift, she made a pivot, she went after a new career, she launched a business, she decided to go and live in Cairo and hang out in the forest, whatever significant shift she made for her life after 40. I want to hear about it. So be sure to send us an email at thrive at the chapter next podcast. So that's thrive, T-H-R-I-V-E at the chapter next podcast.com. And let us know about her. We'll be happy to have her on here as a guest. And that's pretty much it. If you have any questions for me or would like a conversation, you all can feel free to reach out to me on Clarity. That's C-L-A-R-I-T-Y dot F-M. We can either have a one-on-one talk there or we can have a conversation by email. We can also chat with the ladies in the group on Facebook or we can also be reached on Instagram. So that's pretty much it, y'all. Thank you very much for listening. 
today. And I'll be happy to talk to y'all again. We've got a couple really exciting guests coming up. And keep an eye out. It's about time for the next Messy Middle. So I'll be happy to talk to y'all about just the different goals and dreams that I've had in place and just the different ways I've been able to grow. So that is it. Y'all have a good day and thank you for listening. Goodbye. Hello, ladies. So if you'll remember one of the earlier episodes when I was sharing my experience with just transitioning from working full time for someone else and starting my own business as a business owner, one of the things that I was doing was I was a serial entrepreneur, meaning I was delivering just about everything. I was delivering people, packages, food, all kinds of stuff. But one of the experiences that stuck out to me the most was I was a driver for Lyft, I was an independent contractor for them, and I was also an independent contractor for DoorDash. And the reason I'm mentioning this to you is because I know one of the concerns people that are transitioning have is I just don't have enough money. I can't pay for this, or I don't have any extra money in my world to do whatever this other thing is. And so I would like to encourage you to consider Lyft or DoorDash as a side hustle or just something to do on the side. So I'm going to post a link in the show notes. I know right now there's always different promotions that they're having. Right now, if you start driving in my area, you can get up to an $800 bonus for being a Lyft driver. Or if you want to deliver for DoorDash, they offer bonuses as well. So I'm going to include the links for both of those options in the show notes. Feel free to go and look them over, review them, and see if that's something that's interesting to you. If you decide to do it, great. Tell them to leave the you if you decide not to and that, that those things are not for you. Just do a little more research and see what different gigs or different like side jobs that you could do for a little extra money or to free up a little more time that may be available to you. So thank you all again for listening. I am Talithia Thompson, a mom, a grandma, a serial entrepreneur, just doing my best to make this next chapter of my life the best chapter of my life on purpose. 